Hey everyone, welcome back to the Dorm Room Fun Podcast. My name is Daniel Abul Hassan, and I'm joined by my co-host Andrew Shu. Today we have on Iris Liu, Tori Orr, and Mia Krishnamurthy. They are three of the co-leads of the Female Investor Track, which is a six-week masterclass aimed at helping female and non-binary individuals grow in venture capital. They are looking to build a strong cohort of passionate, eager, and driven female students who will learn from some of the best investors, fund managers, and founders in the game. Iris, Tori, and Mia, welcome on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so we're going to do things a little differently this time around. This episode is mostly geared for students who are interested in applying for the female investor track, want to learn a little bit more about the co-leads and what to expect on the application. So we're going to first bucket our questions on uh, the co-leads and their background, just so we can put a voice to a name, a name to a face things like that, and hear a little bit more about kind of their perspectives and experiences working both in venture as well as uh, the experiences they've had being female investors themselves. So to kick things off, uh, why don't you guys just share your experience with any of that stuff that I just talked about um, in no particular order? Sure, I can go first. Uh, Hi, everyone. My name is Mia. I think um, how I got so passionate about this was um, I started the first women's squash apparel company when I was 18 years old and worked on the company for four years. And um, in terms of the market, it was super underserved. And I strongly resonated with the problem as a female squash player myself. And through this experience, I started learning about the biases that um, women tend to face when they're in the pitching process um, in terms of pitching their startups to investors. And a lot of these biases trickle down to the fact that women are largely underrepresented on the investor side. And so I think um, this program aims to address that issue and super excited to be co-leading it um, this summer with Iris, Tori, and Gianna. Thank you, Mia. I think I can uh, share my part of the story. I'm Iris, I'm a secondary MBA candidate um, at Wharton. My uh, kind of journey into VC started off um, as an angel investor um, coming out of Carnegie Mellon. I've been um, actively investing in the angel syndicate um, of CMU called 99 Tartans. And that really got me um, interested into a lot of kind of early stage founders, um, kind of like a process of getting founders uh, ramped up on board um, with um, taking institutional investor uh, capital. Um, So through that got me really interested in going into investing full time. Time and um, yeah, here I'm. Uh, here I am with Tori. Um, we're, we're both on the Philly team um, of Dorm Fun. So yeah, super excited to be co-leading this. Awesome. And hi everyone. I'm Tori. I'm a first year MBA at Wharton. Um, and as Iris mentioned, a uh, first year partner on the Philly team. Um, so how I got into VC, I was actually introduced to VC by HBCU VC, which stands for Historically Black Colleges or Universities in Venture Capital. Um, And it's an organization aimed to get more diverse individuals into the industry. Um, So I was paired for a summer internship pre-MBA at um, BCG Digital Ventures, which was great. Um, And I was actually working on a product that was related to um, like closing the racial wealth gap, which is something I'm really passionate about. Um, So I think going through that program at HBCU VC, Um, not only exposed me to VC, but also the issues that the industry is facing. And that's something I'm really passionate about helping to fix um, and choosing to do my part through this FIT program. So I'm super excited to lead this um, with all the other um, folks, Iris, Mia, and Gianna. Yeah, those are all amazing backgrounds. And I think a lot of people looking to apply uh, have similar experiences as you guys. And 
to start looking for that community to sort of understand the, the venture ecosystem. So focusing more on the program specifically now, what are some things that people can expect out of it? Do you have any type of scheduling content, speaker series? Yeah, I can quickly go over um, the programming. So we are a six-week program with 10 sessions in total. We have completely revamped our curriculum um, and expanded um, a lot more in my sessions, focusing on diversity, focusing on non-traditional VC roles, such as CVCs, um, platform roles to really kind of like widen up uh, the boundaries in terms of like what investing in tell. Um, and our application is now open and the deadline to apply is is by May 4th. So um, definitely um, encouraging um, everyone who is a current student to apply. So anything from undergrad to grad school, MBA, um, like law school, we've um, interviewed a lot of different candidates um, in the past cycle. Um, and again, we're trying to keep this um, super diverse group um, aspiring uh, female and um, non-binary investors uh, super engaged in this uh, time period. So super excited to reading uh, a lot of exciting applications. Yeah, and I would only add to that, in addition to everything Iris said, um, you're gonna get a cohort that you can stick with, um, a community of other like-minded individuals that you know you can go through this journey with, um, build your network and really um, have that community to you know hold yourself accountable, uh, share opportunities with, and just um, grow along your career journeys in VC. So I think the community piece is something that's really important um, and, and a great gain from this experience. Yeah, and just in addition to the cohort, um, we're taking 20 um, non-binary and women um, aspiring investors this summer. And in addition to the cohort-based learning um, workshops that we'll, we'll be running in our sessions, each participant will be matched one-on-one -on -one with a mentor. And I think that's another really important point just because it is one-on-one. -on -one, and so you really get to um, develop a relationship with um, a woman who's embedded in the in the VC ecosystem. So you guys touched on the size of the community and how important it is to you know have a tight knit community. Being only twenty people, I uh, joined this organization for this summer. So can you talk about um, what led to that decision of making it twenty people and kind of the importance of it? Yeah, absolutely. So we definitely look for a very tight knit community. So, uh, for example, both Mia, um, like all of us, Mia, Tori, and I, we all applied uh, to the FIT um, program last cycle, but actually none of us got in initially. And here, here's just like where we're at right now. So we definitely encourage that um, people to, to apply regardless and keep engaged uh, with the Dorm Fund community. Um, this is uh, definitely an important way to get to to know how um, kind of we, we do investment, how we engage our student founder community, and also serve as an important pipeline to our official fall recruiting um, for dorm fund partners. Um, and as a result, we want to really emulate that dorm fund experience in the FIT program. Um, as um, kind of like all of us know, our investment teams are actually in very small cohorts, so about 15 people uh, per demographic. So um, this 20 people cohort really kind of like simulate that real experience um, you, you could have been getting uh, as the actual dorm fund partner. Um, so that's part of the reason uh, we would decide to go with a really small technical cohort. Yeah, in addition, um, a lot of the sessions are not just like speaker panels. They're, they're meant to be um, very engaging um, 
exercises where the participants can actually ask the questions they're interested in to our panelists and then also post panel um, do a workshop. So for instance, in one of our sessions, I think our diligence session, um, participants will be able to choose a DRF portfolio um, company and really explore like a, uh, what a diligence might look like for that company. And so if you were working with a small cohort, um, participants will be able to really meet and engage and get to know other participants in the cohort um, and become friends and, and parts of their network post, post the program. In summary, we really want to give you a personalized and tailored experience. Um, we want you to have this tight-knit community and we want to be able to give you direct value um, and we think that we can do that with this cohort size. Yeah, so from hearing all of your stories initially, like Mia with Squash, Everybody has something that makes them unique in their application. What do you look for when people are writing their essays and telling their story that make them stand out? And what makes a particular strong answer? I think each person is unique and we want to see that come out in the application. Um, when you let your passion speak, it really does shine through. And I think that's a great way to set yourself apart. Um, so if you're truly passionate about something, speak about that. Um, we're looking to see how you think, um, those analytical skills. Um, so I think this application is a great way to either showcase those skills or if you're new to this, um, to try something new. Um, of course, you know, if you have any questions, feel free to email us um, and we can include our email in the podcast notes. Um, but we're all here to help and excited to read all of your applications. And to add to Tori's point, I think um, I think my advice would be show, don't tell. So uh, our questions are really tailored to getting to know you the best, the uh, bringing your authentic self. Uh, we want to know you as a person when you apply and also being part of the program. So uh, definitely be as authentic as possible and just give examples, uh, something that you're proud of showing off um, and, and things that you think uh, really defines you as an investor and as a person. So I think those are some of the points that we're looking for. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of applicants who have either a lot of experience with investing or close to none at all. And so uh, having this kind of wide array of experiences, how can students who maybe aren't as familiar with venture but want to get closer to the ecosystem and learn more about uh, the tech investing ecosystem as a whole, how can they kind of showcase their potential and their interest in the program? Yeah, so for me, I didn't really have that much venture or investing experience before joining Dorm Room Fund. Um, but I think in the application, if you just show that you're really curious and willing to learn, I think that's really important. Maybe you could mention a few topics that you're interested in related to venture. Maybe it's like a particular industry or vertical or early stage startup or an investment thesis. I think those are some ways that you can show that you're eager to learn um, about BC, uh, even if you don't have a background in BC. Yeah, and I would add to that, the great thing about this is even if you don't have any experience in BC, there are lots of ways that you can uh, learn for free. So there are lots of resources online. You can listen to podcasts like this one, um, you know, different YouTube channels, Twitter threads. Um, so I would really just do a deep dive into all of the resources um, available and um, stick with something that, you know, resonates with you and just explore that area further. Um, we're not expecting experts. We're really, like I said, looking for that passion and that curiosity um, and that analytical piece.
And definitely subscribe to the Dormfa newsletter. <laughs> I think we have, uh, I think weekly, bi-weekly tips um, on just like investing, recent deals, um, just a lot of cool stuff, job seeking, free resources, um, everything. So uh, highly recommend it. <laughs> so what qualities make for someone who will be very, very successful in this program and really get the most out of it? And maybe on the flip side, are there, you know, any qualities or is this program, who would this program not be kind of the best fit for? That's a really good question. So we keep a very open mind. So we don't have kind of like a, um, a personality type where we're someone who's like, oh, we are not going to look at their application. Um, it's really about um, either kind of like person, personal fit, personality fit, timing, uh, depending on what they're looking for at um, this stage of their career. And if they are, uh, we, we typically look at, are they going to be benefiting from our program? I think that's the um, kind of like key um, kind of like, um, um, the, the goal, goal for our program is really to kind of like make sure every participant um, walks away um, with more knowledge and um, just like uh, understanding of venture before they come in. So this is kind of like a criteria that we're looking for. And also, um, yeah, like just very open-minded, but uh, it's more about a fit rather than, okay, this is only for a certain type of uh, personality. Yeah, I would only add to that, um... I guess someone who is willing to be engaged. Um, I think you get the most out of the program when you show up and you're present. Um, we do understand it's over the summer. Um, so if there are conflicts, um, we can accommodate those. But if you're unable to make most of the sessions, it might not be the best fit for someone who, who's not able to be present and engaged. That's a really good point about the time commitment. So can you speak a little bit more about whether this program would be a good fit for people who have an internship, um, the level of commitment that you guys expect from the program, and what really is necessary for people to get the most out of it while still balancing maybe other commitments that they have this summer? Yeah, so we are offering 10 sessions total, typically Monday and Thursday from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern. So um, it's after work hours on Eastern time, but we do understand if you have another internship, um, it might be tricky to balance. So we just ask if, like Tori said, if you think you might be missing the majority of sessions, this might not be the best um, fit, fit for you. But again, we, we're trying to be flexible with um, other commitments because we do understand that this goes hand in hand uh, with full-time internships. So Andrew and I have been hopping around talking to other co-leads of the other DRF diversity tracks like the Blueprint Program and the PRISM Program. What makes the female investing track unique other than that it's for females interested in investing? I think I can speak on this because I'm co-leading both Blueprint and FIT, um, which I'm super excited about. But something that's really unique about FIT is at the end of the program, the participants will be able to judge a pitch competition of the female founder track. Um, and I think that's a really um, unique advantage because you're going through this program and you're able to learn all these skills about investing, and then you get to actually do the job. Um, so by the end of the program, you will be an investor. You know, you're making these decisions, you're analyzing uh, the pitch competition. Um, so I think that's a really exciting opportunity. It's a rare opportunity this early in folks' careers, um, and I think that's something really special about FIT. So in addition to the pitch competition that Female Founders Track will be um, with the Female Investor Track uh, in a combined session, we hope to also run more casual socials uh, on the weekend evenings via Zoom or during weekdays, we still have to schedule those in, but we'd love to do joint programs with Prism Blueprint uh, Female Founder Track. 
And I would only add to that, um, we're gonna publish everyone who gets into the program. Um, so you'll be able to contact folks who are in the other programs and, and expand your network beyond the specific program you're in, which is also really great. So it sounds like the people who are part of the female investor track or part of female founder track, blueprint prism, whatever it might be, their community isn't just siloed to that particular program, but also the broader kind of DRF ecosystem and people who are in these other tracks. If there's anything that we haven't covered yet and anything you guys want to get across to people who are applying, who are interested in the program. Yeah, I guess just a final plug for, for FIT. Um, so another point is that, so uh, we focus on female and non-binary investors, but we do have a uh, really diverse um, set of mentors and speakers that covers both uh, female, non-binary, and also male allies, it's providing a diverse perspective in terms of what we're bringing to our cohort. So uh, very excited for this season to kick off. And yeah, looking forward to reading everyone's applications. Where can people find you guys and get in touch? Obviously, we'll include your socials in the show notes below. Is there a platform that you guys prefer to be reached out to? I believe our email is fit at dormroomfund.com. So everyone can feel free to reach out to us. We're pretty responsive um, and should get back to you within 24 hours. Sounds good. That's all the time we have for today. But as Mia highlighted, please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions. With that said, Iris, Tori, and Mia... On behalf of the Dorm Room Fund family, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Office Hours. To learn more about DRF, visit our website at dormroomfund.com. We'll see you back here next week.